everyone. This is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Welcome to my Hope for the Holidays Friday edition, where I talk for a few minutes about the message of Christmas and how it's important even today. Specifically, I would like to talk about the three wise men. Well, were there really three wise men? We don't know for sure. We do know that the wise men, however many there were, brought three different kinds of gifts to Jesus. But there could have been more than three wise men. Up until today, I actually believed that these men were from Persia, the land of my birth. Uh, However, I found some research today that indicated that they may be from, may have been from Arabia rather than Persia. So I don't know. Um, Some of the facts about who they are and where they are from maybe are still unanswered, for me anyway, until I do more research. But this is what I do know about the wise men. They were risk takers. And they were on a long journey. So what can we learn from them? Well, what we know is that they were men from the East, even though we may not know exactly where, but they were truth seekers, but they were pagan. Well, let's stop right there for a minute. Don't you find it curious that these pagan men looked at a star? We don't know that they followed a star, but they looked at a star and then started the journey. Don't you find it interesting that these magi, these uh, astrologers who studied the stars, um, were seekers of truth? I think there's a message in that uh, little fact that we do know. For centuries, we know that prophets had predicted the coming of a new king, And it's interesting that there are five specific occurrences that would take place to confirm the new Messiah's birth. So here are those five facts or five occurrences. The child's mother would be a virgin. Powerful men would travel from afar to worship him. The child must be a descendant of David. A great star would rise. And the baby would be born in Bethlehem. Well, let's go back to the wise men. I think they were a risk taker kind of uh, people because they took treasures, chests of gold, frankincense, and myrrh through a desert known for lawlessness. Why be burdened with such an expensive load for such a long journey? And like I said, it was probably between 400 and 700 miles. And why did they take so much? Wouldn't less have sufficed? Interestingly enough, they stop at Herod's castle to pay their respects to the king while they were en route to find Jesus. King Herod's polite questions quickly spiraled into an anxious plot with his visiting guests still in attendance. You can look at Matthew 2, 9. Their discernment saw through Herod's inauthenticity of wanting to worship the new king. Well, here's a second risk that I think they took. They leave the palace of Herod 
potentially fearful of their lives for taking a stand to worship a Messiah who had been prophesied about instead of Herod, who had been named King of the Jews by the Roman Senate. Now, think about this practically. I'm sure they had enough discernment to probably know that their lives were in danger at this point. Uh, They came and stopped to see Herod, even though they were en route to worship the new king, not Herod. So I wonder if some of their thoughts and emotions may have been these. What if they had said, is the journey worth it? It's not too late to turn back. If we had only known what we were up against, would we have ever started down this road? That this king has the authority to kill us. We're scared. Should we really take a stand for what is right? And again, I'm only speculating here. But what about what their journey means for our journey? Unexpected journeys have a way of taking it out of us, don't they? We feel like we're hung out to dry in the desert heat. And you begin to second-guess yourself, just like the Magi. In spite of their fear, they journey on. Although most of their travel was already behind them, the last leg remained. And by that I mean from Herod's palace to where Jesus was. It was approximately a six-mile trek. Regardless of any threat that existed, they made the choice to find the child. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Reference Matthew 2.10. You see, when you've journeyed through the elements of life and you finally reach a destination that you've been longing for, it's enough to cause you to praise the very one you've been hoping would show up on your horizon. Although scripture doesn't mention this, I'm quite sure their encounter with the real king left them changed. They may have begun their journey as pagan men, but somewhere between the starting point to the ending destination, God was guiding their hearts along the way. So what wisdom can be gleaned from musing about the Magi? Your journey may take a while. Don't take the shortcut if God is leading you down the longer road. Keep following God for each leg of the journey even though at any point you feel like turning back. In spite of what lies ahead, keep traveling through your fear. There will come a God-appointed time when you too will be overjoyed when you finally arrived at the destination God plans just for you. And you will. You, like the Magi, will praise and worship like never before. Relief emotion, weariness, and adoration all at once. Take the risk. Stay the course. It's well worth the journey. And until Monday, may you have a blessed December weekend. This is Shireen with the Identity Unveiled Hope for the Holidays podcast.